3: Welcome, I want to welcome all of you. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about us, go to thedrpatshow.com or go to transformationtalkradio.com, Facebook, the Dr. Pat Show, Twitter, the Dr. Pat Show. And honestly, I'm not sure how Jessica set up Facebook, but she's done a great job. So when you go there, you're going to see Transformation Talk Radio. You're going to see a whole bunch of pages that many of you connect to. We're going to be doing some very cool things with all of you because we're taking your input. And what we are loving about what we're creating is that, you know, this is all about you. It's not about us. It's not about some, you know, fancy-dancy website. It's about what all of you have said to us over and over and over again. You either want more of or you want less of. And so I want to thank you for your feedback. Uh, Whether it's a new player, and I have to tell you, you know, the, you all are the most amazing listeners on the planet. Anytime you send us an email, and if you want to, send it to info at the com, or just go to the comments section. We read them all, and by the way, we actually respond to them. And many of you that have sent me an email, you'll know that if you give me your phone number, I actually do call you. So I want to thank you guys for helping us shape what we're about to announce and launch. You know, we're thrilled— thrilled to be announcing um on halloween i'm going to talk to my guests about this today uh on on halloween actually halloween hello, hello. i'm from the bronx uh we have a brand new channel we're launching and stay tuned psychic radio so for many of you out there i want to just thank you all for your feedback i get to do some things that are extraordinary And what that means is I've had over 9,000 conversations in an 11-year period on multiple channels and networks with some of the most incredible people. I love being a student. You know, people are shocked when they, they hear that I actually read their book. Well, there's a reason that I read the book. I am generally interested, and I am so respectful of all of you as listeners. It would really be a disservice for me to show up with a guest like my guest today joining me here carolyn and not have given her the respect or you the respect to at least gone through the book now for many of you out there i will say that not all of you have time to read the book that's why you tune into the show uh but i will tell you this: we're going to give you lots of information on the show today we're going to give you information about what you can do to get a copy of the book we have a great format for you today, which you're going to love. Um, if you want to ask questions, we're going to be opening up the second half for you to do that, kind of a Q&A. You're going to find out more about it. But let me tell you about Carol for a minute. Um, the word psychic medium right now, all of us are getting a sense of what it is and what it means. Today, you're going to get a sense through what we're talking about, her book. Are you psychic I'm making it up. I
4: love this topic.
3: <laughs> Understand and manage your psychic self and help your loved ones who think you may be losing it. I have to tell you, my loved ones have been thinking I've been losing it for a really long time. The minute that I signed on and paid for my first hour of airtime, people were ready to have an intervention with me. But I knew, and the word is intuitively, that there was something that I'm supposed to be doing in the world. And I have to tell you. I'm still seeking the wisdom for it. You know, Carol, Psychic Medium offers a private group readings, telephone in person. And, you know, she has a phenomenal, phenomenal, you know, consultation approach. What she brings to the table is accurate. She brings compassionate messages from loved ones in spirit. Accurate and compassionate. So fasten your seatbelt, right, for today. You know, we call this intuitive guidance and consultations because, you know, sometimes we need help. Uh, Sometimes I need help. Let me talk about myself. Uh, Connecting to that higher guidance. Not that the higher guidance isn't always there. It's not about them. But what is it about me that's because in all of these blocks, the crust, you know, I am the creator of crust busting. And why did I create that? Well, you think I've had a little crust in my life? Yeah, you could bet. And I don't think crust is a friend of any of the psychic gifts we think we have or don't have. She's joining me here today, ordained minister, commissioned healer, certified medium, and featured on many, many incredible websites, bestpsychicmediums.com, that's my buddy that owns that, ABC News, Fox News, numerous radio programs, and we are honored and thrilled to have us, to have her join us here today, because we're talking about this book. We're talking about what this really means. You know, the question always is for people that show up and write books, and, boy, I, I know what it's like. I give anybody that's written a book a lot of kudos. You know, what is it about the challenges that each of us face when we are feeling, experiencing, and manifesting some sort of psychic abilities? What do we face in our society? What is some of the advice? You know, how do we protect ourselves from you know, thinking that we have lost our mind. You know, what is it about some of the things that are coming to us that we think, oh, is this not right? Is this not real? You know, what is, us, what is it about the gifts that we may or may not have that send us to a place that my stepmom used to call a tailspin? Now, having said that, get ready for a conversation. Are you psychic? Are you making it up? Carol, welcome to the show.
4: Thank you very much, and it's wonderful to be here, and what a great introduction. (laughs) Cool book. What a a great uh, way of setting the stage for our conversation. Great environment.
3: Thank you. You know, Carol, look, um, let's just kick this off by a little story, if I could, and then we'll get into the book. Because right out of the gate, you know, you ask us to step into the world to understand our psychic self. That's really right out of the gate. You know, you're helping us with that conversation. It's a conversation that doesn't happen that often, because I don't know about you. I don't think there are people walking around saying, oh, I would like you for you to understand your psychic self. No. All you need to do is walk up to somebody like I did when I was seven years old. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Catholic boarding school. Catholic boarding school. I'm seven years old. Ah. The, 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 the sister, Sister Michael Anthony, I can remember her name and her face like it was yesterday, talking about a, a story. From the Bible about the message, right? And all of a sudden I say, no, I raised my hand. No, no, it's not that story. That's not the way it went. And off I began on my journey about being different. Needless to say, Carol, I got expelled. So let's talk about what sense you make of that and the people that have shown up in your life, really questioning who they are.
4: Well, the reason I wrote this book is because I get so many calls and emails, and I'm sure you get some of the same, from people who are feeling desperate. They feel Hmm. like there are spirits around them, spirits in their house. They don't know if these spirits are friendly or unfriendly. Uh, They're having experiences. They're afraid to tell their parents or their husbands or their friends, and they are in a bit of a panic about it. And I've had so many of these calls that I said, you know, we really need a book not about how to be psychic or how to be mediumistic, but how to cope with it. Right. Right. But how to cope with the fact and, and learn, like I tell people that they need to learn to understand their experiences, and then they need to learn how to evaluate whether their mm-hmm. experiences are authentic or whether they're from their minds. And mm-hmm. this is not an insult to anybody because the best mediums are always having to evaluate. Where is this coming from, right. this information? Am I getting this from a spirit, or is, is my mind playing into this? That's part of our education. So as a beginner, right. you've got to start evaluating and learning how to evaluate. And, and, that's, and that's kind of the first step. Well, you know, let's
3: talk about this, because, you know, when these things show up, like for me, and we'll talk about this when we come back from a break. We're going to go to break in a minute. Like for me, I'm a little kid. I'm six, seven years old. You know what? My my uncles gave me boxing gloves when I'm five. I show up, and I'm going to Catholic boarding school because my mom was really sick. Actually, my mother was psychotic. And, you know, here I am in this school, and all of a sudden, I know what I know now. Here I am being told by everybody on the planet that I don't know what I know. And you don't know how to deal with that, whether you're 7, 17, or 70. Right. What is it about what you're talking about in this book that's going to give people some relief and some wisdom? Let's take a short break and we come back. Carol's going to walk us through this. You know, surviving in a skeptical world is one of the things that she talked about. But how do you survive within yourself when you just know what you know? You just know it. And everything perhaps around you is telling you you don't. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Carol has written an amazing book. For those of you out there, the book is called Are You Psychic or Making It Up? Understand and Manage Your Psychic Self and help your loved ones who think you may be losing it. Yep, they're even they even have the prescription drugs ready for you. Stay tuned, we'll be right back.
0: Wondering how to play the game of life and actually win? stop wondering and start winning the game of life with the unique, incomparable Lynn Brown. Lynn's powerful transferable tools stem from her success in the very competitive world of sports and business. Since Lynn was one of the top athletes in the United States, she understands really well about the athlete's mind, their challenges and what athletes need. I have confidence to ask Lynn to take care of my professional team just because of Lynn, her passion and the power she has. Lynn is passionate about working with kids and with athletes. Her life is a testament to the incredible Incredible power of intention to create miracles, Lynn is dedicated to assisting and inspiring leaders with the vision and tools to realize their dreams. And she wants to help you next. Enhance your overall performance and the ability to reach your goals. Bring your game face on. Visit letter R, letter U, into it.com or call 844 letter B
6: into it. What does a dentist of the year get? A little plaque. (laughs) Welcome to Smile Big, where we offer cosmetic, restorative, and preventative dentistry. Dr. James Rosenwald and Dr. Susan Abdenard work hard every day for their clients to be happy to smile with the latest equipment for complete smile restoration for anyone. The sooner you call, the sooner they can help. Call 425-454-4040 or email scheduling at smilebig.com. You can even visit our website at smilebig.com.
3: Everybody, welcome back. Welcome back. I'm so great to have Carolyn joining me here today. Uh, look it. Are you psychic or making it up? And you, you all are going to be able to call in and talk about your experience and get some insight from Carol later on in the show. You know, but there are many, many questions that she addresses in the book. Um, you know, how do you evaluate your psychic experience? How do you come to a conclusion? You know, uh, and, and, you know, what is it about the answers that you give yourself that are going to either take you on the path of truth or not. And part of the conversation is, is Carol, what we were talking about before the break. You know, if you have an experience and you're clear that you had, I mean, I was clear as day that I heard, well, I don't know where, I'm seven, but that I heard, no, that was not the, the, the mustard seed thing was not the way that went down. And so, you know, whether it's that or something else, There's something that comes into your consciousness that we either don't know is true or do. And I don't know where we go from there. And that's what I wanted you to talk about.
4: Okay. One of the first things that you have to remember is that when you start having these experiences to become what I call a spiritual detective, get yourself a notebook. Start writing down exactly what happened because it's very easy to either minimize your experiences and say, oh, no, I didn't really have that experience. That's too crazy. It must not have happened. Or, like some fishermen do, the fish keeps getting bigger and bigger with each fish story. You, you don't want to exaggerate it either. So if you write it down at the time and date it, you protect yourself from doing that. Now you've got to understand the difference between what I call evidence that is verifiable and evidence that is not verifiable. And that's tough. A lot of people don't want to do that. They want to say, if I got it from spirit, it's true. It's exact. Well, I think I, I don't go along with that. I think you've got to learn the difference of verifiable or unverifiable. So, And also understand that even though some of the information and experiences you have cannot be verified, that doesn't mean that they're not real. They just can't be verified. So you've got to find some things that are verifiable. And the best way to do that is to join some kind of a class with a good teacher where you need to do psychic readings and possibly mediumistic readings for other people who don't know you, whom you don't know, and where there's a teacher there to um, verify whether you're getting getting it correct or not. So you get that information verified. Now, people will say to me, well, why can't I just sit around with a group of my friends and do that? Well, that's okay, but a hard-nosed teacher in the picture is much better because sometimes as a group of friends, we want everything to be verifiable. Our emotions can play into that. So... Once you start having experiences where that are verified, when I do a mediumistic reading, for example, there's yes. a, a lot of information that comes through that the client can verify. They know mm-hmm. it because it's about mm-hmm. the path of that spirit. So they say, yes, he did have red hair. Yes, he did pass with this illness. Yes, he did have three children or whatever it is I've said. Well, when I've given them enough information that is correct, that's verifiable. I have proved to myself and to them that I'm connected to this spirit. Then I feel like I have the license to say, now there's some other things that I see, such as who's in spirit with him, what he's doing, all of those things, but I can't verify it because there is no one to verify it. But I feel that because I have brought information that can be verified, I approve the connection, and therefore it is very possible that the information that I get that is not verifiable is also correct. Do you mm. follow what I just said?
3: Yeah, I do. And I think that that is really important because, you know, there are times when, you know, people have been in front of a psychic medium and um, and walk away thinking, okay, wait a minute, you know, was any of that really verifiable? Uh, and then at other times, you know, people, you know, have like, oh, my gosh, how did you know my mother had that blue china on her shelf?
4: Um, right, there's some right. And something are so specific, it's scary, Carol, scary. Well, that, and that's very, very important. I, mm-hmm. I know that a lot of people find me to be a very hard-nosed teacher, very hard-nosed <laughs> with myself about my work. But, you know, and while I have great respect, for all the readers out there that are doing work that is not verifiable. Um, And I think that's fine. Mm -hmm. But that's just not the kind of person I am. I need to have it verified, or at least enough of it. Then I can do channeling for you, because most of the channeling that I do can't be verified at all. But (laughs) because I've had so much experience as a medium giving verifiable information, I feel now I can do that. Mm. So each person kind of has to make, each person has to make their own decisions. There are readers mm -hmm. out there that that read different kinds of cards and, and different kinds of things, and there isn't much verifiable information in their readings, and people are really helped by those people. There's a lot of love and compassion, and a lot comes through. And so I'm not putting down those people, but if, if any of them were working with me or were in any of my work groups, you know, we'd have to be working on verifiable information. Right. So that's I mean, just where I'm that coming from.
3: Also help, isn't that also helpful for people as well that work with you so that they, I mean, I, I think one of, the, one of the greatest challenges I think we have sometimes in this world is, you know, to think we have a purpose or to think we have a skill set, uh, and to go through life without anybody giving us any relative feedback that would help us. You know what I'm saying? How often have you been in a corporate job, right? And you go through this performance review, and somebody says to you in the performance review, you know what, you did this very well, but, you know, over here you didn't do it so well, and you say to them, well, how can I improve? And the answer is, well, I don't really know. I mean, isn't this really what you're talking about, to give people information that's going to help them?
4: That's right. So in terms of where I'm coming from, I'm an evidential Mm -hmm. medium. But I know that in our field there are many, many different kinds of readers and many who are doing things where the information can't necessarily be verified, and I respect that. It's just not where I am. I wouldn't I be comfortable. I want to ask you a question
3: about a hunch. You know, I love what you just said about this. Some people have hunches about things, and I and I would love for you to talk about the different levels and distinctions you make. You know, one of the things you ask in the book, especially when you talk about mental emotional health, you know, you you tell us to take a look at things. You 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 ask. Oh us, yes. You know, yeah, and I wanted to talk with you about this a minute because mental emotional health is in the headlines right now, everywhere. Um, well, and mental I, yeah. emotional
4: health is, is a huge issue with, with mm-hmm. our community, mm-hmm. and I think that we draw very sensitive people, and I am not a psychologist, I'm not a psychiatrist or a therapist, so what I'm going to say now is simply from my experience as a human being and a psychic medium, but I think we draw very, very sensitive people into our community and that our community has more people, you know, when you have high sensitivity, I think you have more Mm -hmm. emotional issues. Yeah. Because you're picking up on everything everywhere. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, life is more complicated for us emotionally. And so sometimes we have to face the fact that some of the things that we feel so strongly about from spirit are not from spirit at all. They're from our own spirit our own spirit may be projecting an experience for us that's kind of like a psychodrama. And it's not a message from spirit. And this is one of the hardest things for people to learn. And so you, that's why if you want to develop these talents, you really need an expert teacher to help you find your way through that. And some people need what I call a spirit-friendly therapist. Yeah. This is this is this is not easy to find, but there are more and more of them out there these days. There are more and more qualified, credentialed therapists who believe that there is an afterlife and that we can communicate with spirit. They may not put it on their business card because they can't, but, you know. But but if they know that you're a client that um, is having these experiences and you also want to work through your emotional issues, then they'll reveal it to you. In my book, I have a whole dialogue of what to say when interviewing for a therapist, if you're looking for a spirit-friendly therapist. And I think that's one of the most helpful things in the book. Now, I don't want people to misunderstand and think that I think that everybody that's sensitive needs to have therapy. I don't. But I do feel that we have to be able to tell the difference between what is an authentic message from spirit and what is our own stuff. And the best Mm -hmm. way to be able to evaluate that is to really know what your own stuff is. Mm -hmm. Think about therapists all go into therapy and they have supervision (laughs) (laughs) so that they know themselves well enough to separate themselves from their clients. And I think we need to separate ourselves not only from our clients, but from, you know, what's coming from my spirit and what's coming from a spirit who's out there that's lived a human life before, or possibly what's coming from an angelic spirit. Mm. You know,
3: uh, one of the things... Lots to think about. about, It's a lot to think about, but, you know, the good news is we've had a couple of therapists on the show. One of them is a friend of mine, Victoria Cohen, and, you know, for those of you that are looking for somebody like Carol's talking about, you've heard Victoria on the show. You know, one of her platforms is Soul Suitcase, so... You know, whenever you hear a therapist use the word soul, you, you know you're kind of on the right track in some in some way. That's, you know, Carol that's a very is,
4: good
3: it, point. I know, right? I mean, if you say soul to a therapist and they just go through their checklist, you know you're in the wrong room, don't you, Carol? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Carol, opening up the phone lines. Hey, talking about something I feel is very, very important. She handles this really well in the book. And boy, this has been a tough nut for many of us, and that is managing your relationship with others. We're gonna take a short break, we'll be right back. One of the things she does talk about, not a time for anger. Boy, I'll tell you. Yep, if you're looking for validation, maybe our friends are not the places we should go. Stay tuned, we'll be right back with the show.
7: Hi, I'm Leslie Fontaine with Sheer Alchemy on Transformation Talk Radio, and here's my tip of the day. Let's talk about unlimited thinking. Let's talk about limitlessness. What would it look like and feel like? Is it only for special people? What if you aren't living a very abundant, powerful life right now? Is this opportunity closed off to you? Absolutely not. This is your chance without lifting a finger, even telling anyone around you, or leaving the house you can begin to step into all that you are and all that you were meant to be. Pay attention to the arguments that arise as you articulate the limitlessness of your opportunities, your finances, and the loving and supportive friends and family members around you. Draw them in. Let's shift those agreements from the lower level energies to those that allow you to step into all that you are. Visit me at lesliefontaine.com and listen to Sheer Alchemy on transformationtalkradio.com.
0: Tune in to Psychic Cup of Coffee with Kelly Sutliff every Tuesday, 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Kelly is a 14-year veteran of psychic ability and she offers inspiration and comfort to those dealing with grief when they have lost a loved one and also shares with people that the psychic world is very real. Call 1-800-930-2819 during the show with your questions and visit PsychicMediumKelly.com. That's PsychicMediumKelly.com. me
2: what
3: we do Hey everyone, welcome back. Welcome back. Great to have you on the Dr. Pat show and I'm great to have Carolyn joining me here today. You know, the book is Are you Psychic or Making it up? And there's a reason that she's written this book and we're talking about that. Uh, we're also going to make sure that you know how to uh, get a hold of Carol. It's really easy. It's Carol, C-A-R-O-L-E, Lynn, com. Uh, the book is there, Are You Psychic? or Making It Up? You can get your own copy uh, there as well. But most importantly, you're going to be able to find out about the work that she does and working with people, helping, helping people really discover their gifts. Um, today we're going to be also opening up the phone lines and talking about managing relationships. While we do that, uh, Carol, tell folks a little bit what they should be prepared when they call in uh, to the show.
4: What would you, what would you have them be ready to ask or do? Well, this, these questions should be about how to manage uh, the experiences you're having. This is not a psychic reading. Will you call in and say, will my boyfriend come back to me? I'm not going to give you a reading. I'm going to talk to you like a teacher. So if you Mm -hmm. have questions about an experience you've had, you are going to have to be brief because it could take you 10 minutes to explain Mm -hmm. your experience, and we, we don't have time for that. So condense your experience. Tell me you know, how I can help you to manage your life as you're having these experiences. Yeah. Yeah. I is love that, that clear, Pat?
3: It is clear. And the other thing is, you know, it's kind of like if you've had an experience like I just described at seven. But what if you've had other experiences? What if you've had a dream? You know, what if you wake right. up in the middle of the night? A perfect example here for a minute before we talk about relationships. Uh, my friend Linda is staying with me. She's also our producer and both of us la- woke up in the middle of the night last night and then woke up this morning with the same thing on our mind the same exact thing related to the same person now how eerie is that now neither one of us actually knows that what well we that happens to
4: right. me all the time i have so, so i have this- a student who is now a colleague of mine as well as a student and we feel that we meet in our dreams because our dreams are similar on a very regular basis Wow. So we feel that, you know, there are other realms. I mean, where do I go when I'm giving a reading? I'm kind of going into a different energy field, into different thought forms, into different realms. And he and I meet in these realms all the time.
3: Well, this is really part of what you could call in and talk about. Many people experience this with their children, with their parents. Well, let's, get, let's open those phone lines, one eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. 930 2819 Give us a call, one eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. 930 2819 Give us a shout, and we will put you in the queue. You can ask your questions, so you can try to figure out what's going on here. While that's happening, Carol, we, you know, there's a, a part in the book that I, I literally love. I think it's essential uh, because we don't really talk about it. It's called Managing Your Relationships with Others. I mean, you talk about everything from anger to skeptics hurting our feelings, uh, and much more. I would love for you to give us a chat about the importance of this because there's so much that you have in here, everything from, you know, breaking up in relationships around this.
4: Well, people have broke up in relationships. Let me try <laughs> to condense this, but then I yeah. hope that your listeners will read the book. First of all, you have to understand that the people around you may not be seeing what you're seeing. It's as mm. if you are walking into a room and you see five red balloons, and they're as clear as day to you, and your friends walk in and you say, look at those gorgeous red balloons, and they don't see them. Now, how can they possibly believe you when they don't see them? So if you're seeing spirits, if you're seeing things, hearing things, and they don't see and hear as you hear, there is absolutely no reason for them to believe you. In mm-hmm. fact, I don't think you would believe it either if you weren't experiencing it. So have compassion for them. Understand where they're coming from. And then you also have to realize that, that you can't just dump this on them, uh, you know, like if you're frightened, because you will scare them to death. So you need to find somebody to talk to and kind of bring you down, you know, bring your energy down, you need to turn down the level of your own upset, and then you can go back and talk to your loved ones and say, "Look, I know you don't experience what I'm experiencing, and I don't expect you to believe me. Take the pressure off them. But just say all I'm asking is that you be supportive of me as I investigate this and learn more about what's happening with me. I'm not going to ask you to sign up for anything or sign a contract that you believe what I believe. And from there, everything's much smoother. They want to be let off the hook. Oh,
3: absolutely. You know, one of the things I want to talk to you about is, you know, in, in this section of the book, and you're right, you know, we're trying to condense something that's very, very powerful down into a, a conversation right now. In you know, I, I, I mean, I, I think there's a conversation that I, I would love to just focus on one of the one of the parts of this. And you talk about it. And you talk about when people are in grief, you know, and I do want to talk about this. Right now, we have uh, a community, a global community, who, who, who are grieving the loss of Robin Williams. Uh, yeah. Many, many, I mean, it gets talked about again. As a matter of fact, I'm going to make a comment here for a moment. Maybe you can help me out with that. You know, I was watching a very popular dance television show last night, and the producer of the show, who's also a judge, referred to suicide as stupid, and referred to over and over and over again, and misquoted, actually misquoted John Lennon, but referred to suicide as a stupid act, meaning that people that are in that state or condition that, and he also went on to say that God never meant us to do this. So it was a very interesting comment in the middle of a dance show, right? And I thought Mm -hmm. about this. Would I ever call someone that is in that much pain uh, stupid? I mean, I I really found myself on a fence of what not to think. But we are grieving this man. And people are grieving it at many walks of life. And it's coming out in the strangest way. And I would love for you to talk about what happens when grief hits us that hard.
4: Well, I think that the suicide grief, is one of the deepest griefs that any of us, you know, deal with. And one, I I need to speak to that whole point, because I have a question that I don't have an answer to yet, but I think you'll find it an interesting question. Okay, I'm sure that you, as I, have read about yogis who learn how to choose the time of their own death. They learn how to do certain breathing exercises, and when their body starts failing, they stop eating, And this is like a sacred thing, and everybody's fine with it. And so I think about that, and then I think about, you know, Robin Williams' choice, and I'm very sorry, very sorry that he was pushed to a point of pain where he felt he had to make that choice. But I intuitively sense that's what he really felt. Mm -hmm. So I know that's controversial, what I just said. And no, I am I don't not know that in that it any for a lot of people.
3: I, I don't know. That I, it is for I, and a lot I am of
4: not in any way endorsing suicide because I think it's right. terrible. I think it's the worst way to, to cross over. Um, but I do find it interesting that in some cultures there are some situations where we think it's okay. Right. And I don't know what to do with that. I'm not raised that way. Right.
3: Well, I, I I'm think raised it really that, is a conversation. Yeah, this is the whole conversation,
4: you know, I don't know about that I people ending their own lives. Stupid.
3: I don't know that I would refer to—the uh, word stupid, I guess, is what he. Oh, me.
4: that is so offensive. That is that so—
3: It was very offensive. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't just one time. It was over and over and over again. I mean, uh, as if we look at these souls that are really moving on, and that's really what we're talking about here— you know, energetically connected. For whatever reason, the massive amount of peoples are, people are energetically connected. And we have spent no time talking about the passing of Lauren Bacall. Okay? You know, and there's a reason we have it. There's something that we're relating to with Robin Williams that is, I think, at a psychic level. I think at a level that goes beyond the mind. And I want to talk with you about that when we come back. You know, what happens okay. in this world of global consciousness? You know, it happens to be Robin Williams at the moment, but we've had other moments of it. You know, we've had time, but it seems to be, Carol, that these are really connections of consciousness that happen when we're at our worst. You know what you're saying?
4: I'm glad you brought brought this up because I was having some feelings like this about him Mm. before today.
3: All right, let's talk about it. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back with the show, and my very, very special guest, Carolyn. We'll be right back. Are you ready? Are you ready? Hi, this is Victoria Cohen, psychotherapist and soul coach here in Seattle. I'm giving a workshop called Thank Goodness for Gratitude at East West Bookshop, September 21st from 1 to 4. Gratitude works its magic as an antidote to challenging emotions, offering us an uplifting alternative to fear, anger, resentment, envy, regret, and depression.
0: Call to register for the event at 206-523-3726 or online at eastwestbookshop.com.
8: How do you feel when you hear the word retirement? What does that mean? Good question. You are unique and you deserve an individual plan to help you achieve your definition of retirement. Jeff Packman, financial advisor with AmeriPrize Financial, invites you to attend a special evening to learn about how to more confidently make informed choices call Pacman Brown and Associates a financial advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated in Bellevue, Washington at 425-372-4813 today for a formal invitation to the September 16th Seminar hors d'oeuvres, refreshments and parking will be provided. This is an informational event. There is no cost or obligation. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member of FINRA and SIPC
2: Hi everyone, this is Dr. Pat. Let me introduce you to my friends at Galeos Dressings and Marinades. In 1996, in Newport Beach, California, chefs Andre and Gordana, both schooled in European traditions, created the most incredible dressings and marinades. But they're not just dressings and marinades. Think about this. What if you could buy a dressing and a marinade that was low in fat, low in sugar, and by the way, had all of the juicy ingredients no MSGs, no gluten, GMO-free, no artificial flavors, no colors or preservatives. Isn't it amazing? It's almost too good to be true. But find out for yourself. Go to GaleosCafe.com. That's G-A-L-E-O-S scafecom And check out all of the dressings, all of the marinades, and order online for getting yourself free shipping. Or ask for the dressings at your local grocery store. It is an incredible way to kick off this fall season.
8: Hi, this is David Zarza and Philip Zarza and we're the Sophisticated Guys. And we're here with your tip of the week. This is for all of you who want to feel younger and more courageous. In yoga, there's a saying that you're as young as your back is flexible. This week's Sophisticated Tip of the Week is to help you shake the cobwebs off your confidence. In life, you're as young as your mind is flexible. Decide to do something differently. Wear a color you've not dared to. Share with that person what you've been holding back about. Take that dance class you've been contemplating for weeks. Just do it. This technique works best by committing to a month of this. Learn more or schedule a session by visiting getsophisticated.com. That's get dot dcom and call 206-420-8660. Once again, that's 206-420-8660.
3: Come back to dr pat show for more information about us go to the drpatcho.com or go to transformation talk radio carolyn you can go to carol's website c-a-r-o-l-e-l-y-n-n-e.com uh we're talking about her phenomenal book are you psychic or making it up and you know we're talking about relationships and now you know we're moving on to this global consciousness you know this this global sense of something. Now, uh, you know, Carol, we were talking about, I made a comment about Nigel Lisco's comment about suicide. And, you know, he's really clear he's not going to defend, you know, what he said. Um, you know, a- a- and he goes on to say, you know, the belief that there is no one out there to help you is wrong. Now, I mean, he- he's gone out and... Um, You know, he talks about the defense of suicide victims is wrong. He's very clear about this. Yet here we have a mass, mass level of compassion for Robin Williams, his journey. There are more more people have shown up to talk about the devastation of depression uh, and and that level of uh, what people call uncontrollable mental illness uh, and the act that he took. And yet at the same time, we have such a, a surge of global consciousness right now about this, and I would love for you to talk about this from an intuitive point of view, from a psychic point of view.
4: Okay. Well, my psychic point of view, of course, is my psychic point of view and my hunches and feelings, but Robin Williams had a tremendous, for me, spiritual energy. There was something that when you watched him in any role that he played or any time that he spoke, his energy reached out spiritually. It touched you. He, was, he, was, he showed his vulnerability, which so many of us are afraid to show. He, um, he just had this charisma that was a, a wholesome kind of charisma. And I think that as a community, as a psychic community, we do feel incredible compassion for him, because he's already part of each one of us. And the, his reaching a point of emotional illness where he didn't feel he had any other alternative, but to uh, make his departure from the earth, he, he has touched a button in each one of us where he already was there. We already had Robin Williams with us. So I think as a group, we are feeling in touch. And I want to say, go as far as to say, we are feeling in touch with his spirit. Now, here's a piece of unverifiable evidence. I feel very in touch with his spirit, and I've been feeling it since he passed on. I would never say that in a reading because I can't. Verify it and somebody say, well, you know, sure. But I'm just telling you that I do feel that while I don't want to see a million channels out there saying they're channeling Robin Williams, I, I really hope we don't have that. I do believe that on some kind of a conscious community level, we are connected to him. In the, We were connected to him before he died. And now we are connected maybe in an even deeper way because his spirit can be anywhere. In fact, it's easier for him to connect with us as a group. So that's how I feel on a very personal, unscientific, unverifiable level. Mm-hmm. I wanted to uh, just talk with you
3: a little bit about this because you really reference this in the book. You know, and you talk a bit about energy, And I want to just – I I think this is a great segue into really talking about energy because there's an energy. There's something around this that, you know, people are sensing. I kind of like you. I I believe that there was an energy about, you know, Robin Williams and a message that he wanted to leave us with and a call to action, whatever that is. I will tell you, when Benny and I prepared to do the show, and we were one of the first people, you know, to do it because of the timing of it, I went and I tried to find – Public service announcements out there about depression and about bipolar disease and so forth and so on. Uh, what I found in the United States was embarrassing at the time. Uh, the uh. only real public service announcement coming to the forefront was by Glenn Close. So, you know, while the comment from Nigel Lisko is, you know, kind of interesting about stupidity and that we could take an action and, you know, um, whatever that is, uh, if there's all these people, the people are supposed to go to for support. Where the heck were all the public service announcements? Australia and Canada led the group. So there is obviously a lack of consciousness around this that thinks that the conversation about that level of depression is even important. Do you see what I'm saying?
4: Absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. if we we need much more education in our country on bipolar, on all forms of mental illness, and on all forms of depression. And people need to stop feeling as if this is something they have to hide in the closet with. Mm -hmm. They need to go see their doctors. They need to get help in the same way that they would if they had the flu. Mm -hmm. And we in our community, because we have a lot of people in our psychic community who are extra, extra sensitive, I think that we are more vulnerable to also feeling some of these things such as depression, anxiety, et cetera, et cetera. And we need to take mm-hmm. care of ourselves, right. especially, especially if we want to travel <laughs> into all these non-earthly realms. We need to be in good mental shape. And those people who are very challenged at the moment, Like some people will tell, it's obvious to me that they are having real psychological and psychiatric problems. And I say to them, this is not the time to explore how psychic and mediumistic you are. Go get the help you need. Stabilize yourself and then come back because you'll know yourself, you'll know how to be stable, and then you can discover all your gifts. Because a lot of times these people have tremendous gifts. But telling the difference in the beginning, telling the difference in the beginning is very hard. You know, what's real and what's emotional trauma? Hmm. Go ahead. You know, Carol,
3: what I wanted to talk with you about in the last couple of minutes is, you know, what your book really does is allows us to explore where we are on the continuum of things, really. Um, And, you know, you really do a wonderful job of guiding us through by asking some very, very, um, a poignant question about who we are, what we believe, and how to make a distinction between whether it's our mind, this, just kind of running amok right there, or are we really getting some intuition? Um, I want to thank you for the show today, but I have one last thing. I, I want to, would love for you to leave your personal message, but also, you know, what would you say to people that are in the middle of trying to figure this out for themselves? Thank you for joining me here
4: today. I would say first of all, read are you psychic or making it up? Look mm-hmm. in the reference section for all of the resources and find yourself some kind of a group with a good leader and a good teacher to help you go through this. This is a not this is not a do it at home yourself kind of experience. Mm-hmm. Find a community and a good teacher. And I hope you'll read the book because I think that will give you um, a lot of comfort, a lot of know-how in terms of dealing with yourself and others, and also a lot of resources to follow up on. Mm -hmm.
3: Wow. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Thank you all for tuning us in. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, more with the Dr. Pat Show, more on Transformation Talk Radio, everyone. Again, Twitter, the Dr. Pat Show, and Facebook, the Dr. Pat Show transformationtalkradio.com everybody stay tuned we'll be right back
5: holistic medical center is where you find it all
0: Wondering how to play the game of life and actually win? Stop wondering and start winning the game of life with the unique, incomparable Lynn Brown. Lynn's powerful transferable tools stem from her success in the very competitive world of sports and business. Since Lynn was one of the top athletes in the United States she understands really well about the athlete's mind, their challenges, and what athletes need. I have confidence to ask Lynn to take care of my professional team just because of Lynn her passion and the power she has Lynn is passionate about working with kids and with athletes. Her life is a testament to the incredible power of intention to create miracles. Lynn is dedicated to assisting and inspiring leaders with the vision and tools to realize their dreams and she wants to help you next enhance your overall performance and the ability to reach your goals bring your game face on visit letter r letter u into it.com or call 844 letter
6: b into it what does a dentist of the year get a little plaque (laughs) Welcome to Smile Big, where we offer cosmetic, restorative, and preventative dentistry. Dr. James Rosenwald and Dr. Susan Abdenard work hard every day for their clients to be happy to smile with the latest equipment for complete smile restoration for anyone. The sooner you call, the sooner they can help. Call 425-454-4040 or email scheduling at smilebig.com. You can even visit our website at smilebig.com.
7: Hi, I'm Leslie Fontaine with Sheer Alchemy on Transformation Talk Radio, and here's my tip of the day. Let's talk about unlimited thinking. Let's talk about limitlessness. What would it look like and feel like? Is it only for special people? What if you aren't living a very abundant, powerful life right now? Is this opportunity closed off to you? Absolutely not. This is your chance without lifting a finger, even telling anyone around you, or leaving the house. You can begin to step into all that you are and all that you were meant to be. Pay attention to the arguments that arise as you articulate the limitlessness of your opportunities, your finances, and the loving and supportive friends and family members around you. Draw them in. Let's shift those agreements from the lower level energies to those that allow you to step into all that you are. Visit me at LeslieFontaine.com and listen to Sheer Alchemy on TransformationTalkRadio.com.
0: Tune into Psychic Cup of Coffee with Kelly Sutliff every Tuesday, 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Kelly is a 14-year veteran of psychic ability, and she offers inspiration and comfort to those dealing with grief when they have lost a loved one and also shares with people that the psychic world is very real. Call 1-800-930-2819 during the show with your questions and visit PsychicMediumKelly.com. That's PsychicMediumKelly.com.